Hey, this bitch on. Rolex, cut it up. Rolex, buttercup. It's time for the hottest, hottest, hottest radio show and podcast. I just looked at my wrist. I got time today. With DJ Breeze. It's time for Chef Radio. Yes, sir. You already know what it is. It's the start of here NFR podcast. I am your hostess flyer than most DJ Prem in the building. I got that man Truth Francisco in the interview today in the fucking building. He dropped some fucking gems on us, man. I can't wait to get into that. Hey, and then on the rap snacks, I'm going to talk some inspirational shit. I'm going to tell y'all what the fuck this little, this, these past couple weeks been looking like for me too. Hey, but y'all already know what it is. Y'all already know what time it is. You already know what we get into. It's the motherfucking chef special. So let's get it. Go. Sir, it's the chef special. Let's cook the fuck up. Let's go. Do a leap. I'm trying to do more with her than do a feature. I checked the web, they are chewing me up. Fade away, I left that Luca Neal. Bucket. I heard from someone you said you could be us. Nothing. You know my city like the new Korea. All these discussions over who can see us. I sold them basements out. Let's do arenas. Crushing. She looking. I'm blushing. I'm lying. Sleep. Tell my nigga down something running through his beat. Hey, where to put this shit? I'm 
the street. And between me and Lad True, we can get 200 gone. How you go to sleep, bro? Get fucked up, I ain't coming home. Hey, bitch, I ever touched in life, hate to leave me alone. My diamonds real, my street cred official, and my money low. I'm looking like, look like money. Talk like money, yeah, smell like money. Like blue honey, hey, when we fucking come out. Baby, stop. Hey, I'm just a hood nigga with a whole lot of money. Let's go. Yeah, it's on the name. I cut up my day once for the win. I just put up in that black man back, you can't see in. Yeah. I got plenty of racks, I keep that strap with one cock Let's go, let's go. Go to family, why the fuck would I want friends? Let's go. Fuck the ones who talking, bitch, I'm lit. Alright. A million dollars worth of cars, no lease, no rent. I'm only 20, can't nobody tell me shit. I'm signed. Bitch, cross the line, I lose my mind, I bust that out. Look, put the toe on sweating in a rose rose. Just send my million through an invoice. Ain't no Glock involved. My mind so fucked up, I see murder chilling in the boat. Talk on the net, I make my vault go on flat. Let's go. Real stuff, he got six souls, he a creature. Project every day, he don't get no fuck, he tryna leave some. Niggas know what happened about 49 when he bleed. Bleed. Fuck off in the hole, my bro putting niggas on the teeth. Uh. Killing all the rats. What? Robbing all the robbers. I'm real trapped off from Vulture Island. All right, don't move wrong in this bitch, I've been assassin. All right, the way he swing his ridge, you think he rocks? Molly water. Yeah, yeah. Drug says, yeah, yeah. Fuck me harder. Yeah, 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 I spent a thousand on these sweats, I don't even want to take them off. I spent a thousand on this pussy, I think I'm going to fuck her up. This Burberry hoodie cost me a bag. Yeah, I put up fence in my lap, nigga. Yeah, I'm coming straight from out the trap, nigga. Yeah, a piece cost 28. You pay this pussy late. I'm used to, I'm used to. I'm so, I'm trying to dust case. Make that ass clap. On top of the world, me and my clique uh, Got it out the mud, now we all lit This how I feel to be rich, black and poppin' Fuck your feelings, I can hear the money calling. Yeah, me and my friends yeah, Me and my twins yeah, Me and my friends My niggas, my gang Who they think they playing with? Who in God's name? 
smoking out the lamb, I drive a suicide thing. Who been smoking, bitch? You ain't doing high grade. No, I gotta make a good first impression. Fuck up from the back, letting out all my aggression. Cross amigo, got you acting reckless. Sex you with the lights on, still got on my necklace, y'all. I brought some bottles of bitches for me and my friends. I'm in the years, LeBron, and Cam in the pants. Don't count my pockets, just know that I'm getting my hands. I might spend it all on my friends. Top of the world, me and my clique Got it out the mud, now we all we lit, we all lit, all lit. Right. I want some bad we bitches bad ass bitches in the house I want Let's some bad go. Somebody let me know her. You for anybody, bitch. I heard from the bros, you a busybody, bitch. Yeah. Don't nobody care if you got plenty, nah, bitch. Nah. Badass, badass. Came in a solo, believe I'm leaving out with something. Keep on saying he want problems, but when he see me, don't address it. Take her back to my casa, no, she a freak, got her in dress it. Drop the top on the lamb chop, disappear soon as we press it. Badass bitches, badass I need them. I need some bad hoes. You already know what that was. That was a chef special, man. We about to get right into the rap snacks. Let's get it. Damn, nigga, smack harder. It's time for the rap, 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 rap snacks on Chef Radio. Yes, yeah, sir. Welcome into the rap snacks. You already know what it is. DJ Preem, man. Um, today, I'm going to talk to y'all about um, the grind. The absolute grind um, and kind of what, and this kind of be a kind of two part. I'm gonna probably finish, eh, do something on like it on a, the next episode. But uh, 
before we get into the interview with uh, Truth Francisco, man, I want to talk about, like I said, the grind. Um, I'm going to talk about what happened and what's been happening in the past couple of weekends for me. So uh, the reason I haven't put out an episode in a little bit is because uh, I had the flu, unfortunately, and got it from pretty sure somebody at the club sucks, but um, I had a lot of people kind of coming up to me. It's loud. People trying to talk to me in my face, in my ear, you know, saying, hey, I need to keep play this, keep play that. Can you do this? Can you do that? Da, 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 da. Um, that's another thing. As a DJ, I hate that shit. I hate people that come up to me. I hate requests. Um, nine times out of ten, the reason why I hate requests is because you're going to ask for a song that I'm already going to play. So shut the fuck up and wait because it's going to get played. Now, if you know what I'm saying, and the the requests that come in as soon as you get to the club, oh my god, my nigga, the song is not the song is gonna get played, bro. It's ten o'clock. That's a turn up song. I it's barely anybody in this bitch. I'm not gonna play it yet. Chill out. We gonna we gonna get to it, dog. We are gonna get to it. Chill out. So, I wanted to talk to y'all about um, what really went on this past weekend for me. Um, after I kind of got better, so. I'm going to give you a rundown of my days. So I started on Thursday, DJed on Thursday. No, yeah, DJed on Thursday from 10 p.m. Keep, I'm going to give you all timestamps. Y'all follow me. I DJ from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Then from 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. at a different club. Had to be at work at 7 a.m. Got off of work at noon. Had to had an interview with Chef Radio, uh, which was somebody else, at noon to noon thirty, twelve thirty. Got done with them around two or three. Then got done with them really around two. Had to, had a uh, cut at three. Went to go get a cut. Had a wedding. No, no, no. Take that back. Did not have a wedding. Uh, had another gig at five. DJ that gig from 5 to 10. Had another gig at 10. Got to that gig a little bit late because I I had uh um I had to pack up and shit. But that gig from 5 to 10, that was a private event. So I had to bring all my speakers and shit. This is not just the equipment. This is speakers, subwoofers, big fucking equipment, um uh, uh stands, speaker stands, all of my shit. So then go to my go to my club at 10. DJ the club from 10 to 2. Go to another club from 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. Had to be at work at 7 again. Now, before I finish, where the fuck did, did y'all tell me if y'all heard sleep? In any of that fucking soliloquy, did y'all hear sleep? Because it didn't happen. So then, had to be at work at 7. Got to work at 7. Got off at noon. I'm doing half days because I had other shit to do, so I, I made it to where I could work a half day. Um... Got off at noon. Had another interview on Chef Radio at noon or one. Got off from that. What did I do after that? The um on Saturday, one. Then I had to get my music prepared and shit. Um, uh, because I had a wedding at five. Did the wedding from five to ten. Well, no, no, I take that back. Did the wedding from five to eleven. Had to be at another spot by midnight. DJed until six in the morning again, and then it's Sunday. Sunday, um, I got to sleep a little bit 
and then I had to go to my uh, my sister's presidential award. Shout out Jaylene Mack. She was on, I believe, the third episode, second or third episode. I believe it was the third episode. Shout out to her. She won the presidential um, lifetime achievement award. That is one. That is the biggest, the highest award you can ever receive in America from the president of the United States himself, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Uh, so shout out to her for, uh, you know, winning or not really winning it, but uh, putting in that work to be able to receive that award. Um, so, yeah, had that going on. And then Mondays, I'm usually off work. Sundays, I'm off work. Um, don't really, I don't really DJ on Sundays. I really don't work on Sundays. But after I was done, I thought I thought everything was gonna be Gucci. And then Monday, I get a text message. Hey, can you DJ tonight, ten to two? <laughs> Dog, when I tell y'all I was tired, I was tired. But you wanna know what the fuck I did? I DJ from ten to two. I DJ from 10 to 2, bro. And the reason why I did that shit is because this this spot, they get, they trying to put me on. And I appreciate them. It's chemistry, bro. They're they trying to put me the fuck on. But, you know what I'm saying? I'm new. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to work my way in there. I'm trying to do my thing. So, anytime an opportunity arises, I want them to know, hey, bro, you can trust me to pull up for sure. I'm not at that point yet to where I can, if, if, a, if a, a gig called me or text me and I, I can be like, nah, I don't need it. I'm good. I ain't going to show up. Nah, I ain't at that point right now. I'm at that point where I I don't necessarily need it, but I need it. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to pull up. You can trust and believe DJ Preem going to pull the fuck up, and I'm going to rock that motherfucker out. So I said all, to, all that to say this. Y'all seen my fucking weekend from Thursday to Monday, and it didn't fucking stop. Then I had to work on Tuesday, and now I'm here. Uh, it's, it's Thursday right now. So Chef Radio fucking... Um, DJing my actual nine to five. Let's not forget about school exams and shit like that now. So, yeah, bro. Just I can't really. I don't feel like nobody working harder than me right now. I just wanted more. I'm just gonna keep it a buck. I wanted more. It is what it is. Motherfuckers can feel how they want to feel. I wanted more, bro. And I'm proving it. No sleep. No time to rest. I can rest later. Speaking of, I, I was watching an interview or something like that where Snoop Dogg was said he just went on his first vacation last year. Snoop Dogg. His first ever vacation. That's the type of work you got to put in. If you're not working like that, what the fuck are you doing? And what are you doing it for? So, yeah, um, I mean, I'm not going to, like I said, bro, I'm not going to lie. I was tired, <clears throat> but it's cool in the same breath because when I do actually pull up to these spots and shit like that, yeah, I'm on my way there. I'm sluggish. I'm tired. I'm like, oh, I don't want to do this shit because I don't sometimes. Sometimes I don't. I, sometimes, you know what I'm saying? The music, maybe the music too loud. I'm just like, bro, I don't want to fucking do this shit. I already know what's going to happen. You know what I'm saying, but I do it. I, I got to. I gotta. I gotta build my repertoire. I gotta build my reputation. You know what I'm saying, and I'm gonna talk about that next week uh, on the next episode about 
how I used to be a four o'clock nigga. Now I'm now I'm the top spot. And how you gotta work your way up to that shit. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't fucking I I didn't put in the work. I've been in Houston almost three years now. I didn't put in all this fucking work just to finally make it to the top and chill. Hell no. Nah. I get that call, I'm there. Like uh like they had that video of Mahomes saying, I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. I'm there, bro. At the end of the day, I'm there. You, hey, we need to teach. say less. As long as I'm not already booked for something else, I'm pulling up every time. And I'm going to rock that motherfucker like I do every time. And I'm so in, that's another thing too. Again, I well, I put this on my IG, but shout out to DJ Just 100 who was on one of the episodes too. Um, who helped me? Well, really didn't he help? He did help me. Um, he gave me one of his wireless mics, and uh, I used it for a wedding. Or no, I used it for an 80th birthday party. I was like, damn, I need me. I need to give me one of these, and I finally got one, bro. But um, I get on the mic now. I'm unstoppable. I'm untouchable. Uh, the shit I say here, like when I'm doing the chef special and the dessert mix, shit like that, I don't really. It's not the same, bro. I'm actually in that motherfucker going stupid. Talking on the mic, talking to these people, telling, hey, shake that ass, shake that ass. Yeah, going crazy with the songs. Hey, I'm really emceeing that shit. And shout out Johnny, bro, who's now my personal photographer, bro, um, for for pulling up to uh to my shit. He pulling up tomorrow to chemistry, he pulling up on Saturday to uh to touch. And y'all about to see, y'all really finna see some new shit. Like y'all finna see different angles of how this shit is getting recorded or y'all about to see on my IG how shit is finna change, bro. I'm really finna take this shit to the moon. Chef Radio is finna go crazy, bro. Finna go absolutely yay yay. And I'm glad I got these people around me to be able to, you know what I'm saying, network with and just and, and use them and, and, and shit like that because I built those relationships. And it's so crazy because Johnny now being my, you know what I'm saying, my personal photographer to where I just, I call him like, hey, I need you to pull up. You know what I'm saying? We have, we have now arranged some shit um, or we're going to technically. I got, we, we're doing like some one-offs right now, but starting in January, we're arranging some shit to where I'm paying him a set amount of money and I have him pull up at any time of the day. It don't matter if it's 2 p.m. or 2 a.m. Hey, I need you at club so-and-so. Pull up. And that whole dynamic is finna change the way y'all see Chef Radio, the way y'all see me DJing out and shit like that. Y'all finna be like, okay, this nigga is on a whole new wave. Because what y'all see, y'all see, you know, y'all can see me in the club holding my phone and shit like that, but y'all don't really see the shit that I can't record while I'm actually spinning or while I'm actually really on the mic and shit like that. It's a movie every time. That's all I can say. It's a movie every time. Pictures. Roll camera action every single time. And I can't wait for this shit to take off. I can't wait for y'all to see, you know what I'm saying, what the fuck really going on because it's a lot coming. It's a whole lot coming, bro. And I've been working my ass off for this shit. Absolutely working my ass off 
not no sleep, no no eating, no shit like I don't need to eat anyway. I'm fat now anyway. <laughs> but no sleep, no eating, no bro, like I just been working. I have been absolutely working and and again, bro, I say this shit with a passion. I don't think there's anybody out there right now, or at least right now in this city, bro, that's working harder than me. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. You're going to have to show me, you know what I'm saying, the way I'm in. And, and I don't want y'all to take it as like, oh, this weekend, that's just, that's just a one-off. No, I'm starting to do this shit all day, every day. This is an everyday process for me now. Tonight, I'm at fucking uh, chemistry, 2 to 6 a.m. Tomorrow, I'm at chemistry again. Saturday, I'm at touch. Sunday, I'm somewhere. Monday, I'm back at chemistry. Like, you know what I'm saying? And these are just these are just one club. Like, though, I'm doing maybe one or two clubs a night. Shit. Just wait until y'all see me at, you know what I'm saying? You see, you see me start, my, start DJing at 4 p.m. And I don't end until 6 a.m. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm finna be on. That's exactly what I'm finna be on. And it's, I'm telling you, what I in and I, I get Johnny to show the visuals and come out and take pictures and shit like that, bro. Y'all finna see a whole new dynamic. And Chef Radio is going absolutely yay yay. Shout out to everybody, man. Also, we are 10, less than 10 subscribers away from 50 subscribers. Run this shit up. Run this shit. Share it. Do whatever the fuck you got to do. We less than 10 subscribers away from 50. I just started Chef Radio back in September. It's now December, bro. I want to get, I really want to get to 100 before the end of the year. But if we can't do that, bro, let's get to 50, bro. 50 subscribers. I'm going to throw them up. I'm going to have a couple fucking balloons. 50 over this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a it's a big milestone for me. I know 50 like eh, it's 50 subscribers. It's a fucking milestone for me. I don't give a fuck. We going crazy once I hit 50. You know what I'm saying? Shit. I don't know what I shit. I might drop a song or some shit once I hit 50. Something. You know? So um I just want to say thank y'all for all the support. Um, if you know what I'm saying, for watching, for sharing, uh everything, for subscribing. Bro, it's so fun doing this shit. This lifestyle is so fun. It's so fun. And I hope. I hope, shout out to my homie, Brody, Yuri, the producer. Y'all seen him on that Wake and Bake Wednesday. Hey, bro. Hopefully, I can get him down here and we can, I can have a, a co-host. And I'm not talking like, you know what I'm saying, have him on some one-off song. I'm talking about bring this nigga to Houston full-time and have him co-host Chef Radio, bro. You know what I'm saying? This is this is a vision. This is a movement. And I'm telling you, I'm, I'm taking this shit and we going to the moon with it shout out to all the houston artists and shit like that that have been on chef radio that want to be on chef radio we are gonna work absolutely we're gonna work i'm gonna get this shit we gonna get this shit for sure um so yeah um i am gonna make chef radio right now mark my fucking words this is already and it's gonna be and and it's gonna continue to be the number one platform for all artists in the industry or, or, or excuse me all the number one Houston's number one platform for artists here um DJs producers and all of that shit number one you know what I'm saying nobody's doing like like bro uh hey man page y'all gonna see on the next episode nobody's doing this shit nobody's doing this 
Nobody's helping other artists. But I am. Like I said, always, it's always room at my table for everybody to eat. So we going to get this shit. I'm going to get this shit. And I'm going to make sure I get everybody on. I do this shit genuinely. I do this shit organically. This shit is not a not a, some some gimmick. Started here in the far. Chef Radio. I does this. So yeah, bro. But um I got that man Truth Francisco on the fucking way with the interview. Um I did this shit 2 weeks ago. It should have came out. That's why you're about to see me. I'm, I think I was wearing blue. So I'm not going to be wearing the same shit. Truth Francisco coming up next. And then I got the uh, chef special after that. That R&B slow jams. Old school. Maybe a little new school. Something like that. You know what I'm saying? Some slight. But uh, yeah, let's get to it. Truth Francisco up next. Keep it locked. You already know what it is. It's Chef Radio. What it do is DJ Prem. You already know. The host is flyer than most. I'm here with the newest, the latest, the greatest. The oh, Damn, <laughs> I'm here with the newest, the greatest, the latest, uh, tr- Truth Francisco. I'm going to get it right. Truth Francisco, yes, what's good, my boy? What's good, what's good, what's good, my boy? You all right? Yeah, yeah, sir. Introduce yourself, man. Let them know who you are, where you from, what you do. How y'all doing? I go by Truth Francisco, also known as T-Fran. Y'all know what it is. Uh, from Houston, Texas, Acres home. And uh, I make music. I'm a recording artist. Okay, yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I'm going to jump right into the music, bro. So... On on my podcast, I have I have a, a two part series technically about progression of an artist. Um, one one song that I like that you have actually is new. Uh, the it, it kind of reminds me of like some two a.m. coming from the club shit. It's the uh, uh, she running she running, she running song. Okay, okay, okay. So I listened to that and I was like, oh damn, like. This this like almost like some teenage fever type shit for me at least. You know what I'm saying? Like I was like, yeah. damn, this shit this shit is hard. So what was the process of coming up with that? And you know, how did what what was the idea behind it? Okay, so the funny thing is, um the artist on there, Johnny Romano, he's actually from Romania. Okay. Right? He just won an award for the best Romanian artist over there. They had a award show. Of the year, he just won a war for that. So hey, shout out to him. That's hard. Shout out to Johnny. So That's a hard. People, a lot of people know we made this song years ago. That's I, how it be. You know, I just held on to it for a while before Johnny really start his uprising. And uh, first, I saw him on Instagram doing like a live song or something like that. And I reached out to him like, "Yo, what's up, man? Like, let's make some music." So at the time, I was uh really getting my focus on like I was hungry. And uh, he was playing around, so I was like, all right, man, I'm, <laughs> I ain't going to play with this dude. I'm going to go on. Yeah. Then two weeks later, like three weeks later, he hit me back up, and he like, hey, yo, man, you still want to do music? You know what I'm saying? His last thing, oh, yo, brother, you, you still want to do music? And his little Romanian accent. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, I'm like, look at man, I ain't got time for this, for playing game, man. I do this on a real level. Like, yeah, for sure. Me. And he was like, no, 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 man, for real. So then I, I went out, and I got the beat, and I came back to him, and I said, okay, we're going to see what you're really talking about. Was put up or shut up, you know? Right. So when I sent the beat, I kind of gave him my idea. Johnny came to me. He's like, yo, let's make a song about saving women. I'm like, man, no, man. I don't know what to do that. Like, <laughs> like, Can't I save mean, these hoes? <laughs> I mean, it, 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 look, it ain't even just that. It's just that at the time, I felt like that was a, a, a idea that a lot of people had used. So okay, okay. Different. So I was like, okay, let's make it creative. I say, let's, let's make a scenario because I want to make a point. Because my point when I made the song was, Men, we do so much dirt to these women that we care about. 
And then when they do the same thing back to us, we be all in our feelings. We can't take it. We can't take it. We all in it's our that pride. fragile male ego. Exactly. You cheat yeah. on your girl three or four times, but now she tired of your crap and she go do it. Oh, you, know you, you ready to die. Yeah, you ready to die. <laughs> you know you ready to die. <laughs> so that's the role I want to play to make a point. But okay. I said, you know what? I'm going to play the bad guy role. And, Johnny, you play the good guy role. You know, since your idea was you want to save her. Like, yeah. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to play that, that boyfriend that's been doing you wrong, that's been, I mean, doing a girl wrong, that's been cheating. That's been dogging out, and you play that guy that she's come to for help, that, that she's come to to confide in about what I'm doing wrong. You know what I'm saying? I told myself I'm gonna play that bad guy role, nasty. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was like, just feed off my energy. Yeah. I spit the first verse. We got we came up with a chorus with it. You know what I'm saying? Johnny had played a big role into the song as well as I did. And then I said, Johnny, just feed off of this. And then I said the second verse, I'm gonna talk to you, Johnny. So in my second verse, that's me and him going back and forth. Like, I'm talking mm, trash. Okay, okay, basically. okay. And then his third verse, he, like, talking to me, you know, uh, telling me, like, you know, you're doing this and she doing like that. And, you know, she running for you, but you're running from her. Yeah. Pushing her away. Yeah. So that's how the song kind of came about. And um, it's funny. We made the video so crazy because he's overseas. So mm-hmm. we had to be very, very creative with it. But the idea of the video also reflects the song with a crazy ending. And it's coming out after Thanksgiving. I was just going to talk about the video because I seen the, I seen on your IG like the behind the scenes of it and stuff like that. Yeah. So when it comes to that, like the video making, even just like other videos you may have done or whatever, mm-hmm. are you like in the process of that? Are you like directing? Are you do you have other people that's helping you do that type of stuff? Um, what is the process of that, or how do you come up with the ideas of it? So I, it's, it's crazy. Every time I make a song, any song, it could be something I'm not even going to push to my single. I'm always having an idea of the vision that it would be like if it was an actual video. The visuals. You know, I always okay. have Okay, yeah. Every time I have the visuals. Um, and all my videos that I have on my channel, y'all go follow me at True Francisco. Do on that. YouTube channel. For sure. But all the videos, I've visualized all of them in that way. Now, of course, I have a director that kind of, you know, directed how it's supposed to go. But as far as the ideas of the videos, usually I do them all myself. Now, for my for this video, of course, it was directed by Trayvon Williams, uh, director. Just came out with a new show called, um, a new movie came out just called Armstrong. Y'all go check that out. It's going to be on Tubi, or it is on Tubi if it's not. And another show called Bloody Nickel. Okay. He, I was able to work with him because he, I came to him with a vision. And he was able, able to help me make that a reality. Um, but, yeah, I mean, as far as, like, the, the visions of the, the music videos that I make, they all kind of come from my. They really all come from my head. They are my ideas. Got you. Like, okay, so you you already thinking about when you're making a song how the how the visuals gonna look. Exactly. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. How would you describe your style of music? You know, it's crazy because I wouldn't just put it in one category. Okay. Because I'm gonna talk about a lot of things that I've experienced. If I talk about things I experienced, things I've been through, or things I know are true, you know, what I'm saying it's always. A story behind something I'm talking about. It's never going to be just something that's just made up, for the most part. Now, it depends on how I'm feeling on that day. If I'm feeling on some, you know, love stuff, I'm gonna talk about love. If I feel on some street stuff because I've been in the streets and I've done this and this and that, but a lot of people got realized just because you talk about it don't mean that's what you are now. Right. Us as men, we grow and we mature. I, I don't think the same I do now that I'm in my older twenties as I did in my younger twenties. Because at the at the time, I had nothing to lose. Now I got right. more to lose, and I think wiser. As you grow up and you mature, you know, you don't think like you did once when you were young. As a boy, I thought as a boy. As a man, now I think as a man. That makes sense. That makes sense. I like that. I like that. That's dope. That's dope. Uh, so I know me as an artist, 
I will go back as some of my old songs and listen to them and, and, and critique maybe a little bit of stuff that I liked that I was doing or some stuff that I didn't like. Mm-hmm. And then I will compare it to what I'm doing now. Do you ever do that? Uh, I, I actually do. It's, it's crazy because, I mean, I go listen to my, like my first my first two projects I made like in 2018 when I, when I finally came home and said I'm going to focus on music, 2018, 2019. Mm-hmm. I go back and listen to it and I'm like, ah, that was poo. You know, no, I, I, I dead yeah. ass. I, you know, I do the same thing, bro. And there's somebody else, they might think like, oh, man, this is going to go hard. That's so crazy, but bro. But you know how much you've improved since then. So you yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And uh, and that's crazy. I mean, some songs actually I still listen to now that I made back then. I'm like, okay, yeah, that, that definitely went hard. Just like the, the one with Johnny. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I made that. That was one of my first songs I made when I was on Focus. But I just felt like it was, in my opinion, I felt like it was too good of a song to just throw in a mixtape that I was doing for free back then. And it's crazy. Like, the time now is perfect because now that – I'm rising as an artist, and he's also rising in his country. So, like, it was the perfect time to put the track out. Bro, and I, f- I feel that same way, bro. It's, it's so funny that you say all of that because I have a, 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 a song that I just put out called Done Trapping. Mm-hmm. And I made that song, I think, 2018 or 2019, but I'm just now putting it out. But it's so funny because my, my, uh, my best friend produced it. And I made it at his crib. Like, that, it ain't all the way mixed and master or whatever, but I usually go to the studio and stuff like that. But I was like, man, <clears throat> fuck it. So I was, he liked the song. He liked it a lot. I was like, bro, this shit is trash. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was like, this shit is trash. trash. And you know what's funny is, I think that I thought that it was trash because it was something, it was new. Yeah. It wasn't some shit that I was used to making. So I was like, nah, this, this ain't it. You know what I'm saying? And I and I thought about it. I listened to it, of course, for like three or four years. And then I was like, damn, this shit low-key kind of slapped. Yeah. And then uh, I, I I told him, he like, man, I told you, you should have put it out a, a long time ago, you know what I'm saying, or whatever. But no, nah, I, I definitely feel that when you when you go back and listen to some of the old shit and you, you kind of compare it to what maybe you're doing now. Or it may it may sound a little different to you now than it may yeah. have did back then. Because I got a couple songs that I'm like, this shit is garbage, but I know a couple of people that's like, bro, this shit is hard. And, and it always it always works out like that. It's crazy. Yeah, you hear somebody project and you'll be like, damn, he went hard on this track, but what about this track? And you'll never know that those two songs might have been made in two My, different times. Yeah, bro. You know what I mean, his, his song right here might not have been as as in, as far as his progression as this song. <clears throat> You're like, damn, why you went hard on this one, not on this one? It's like. And, but everybody think that when you make a project, they all came around the same time. Yeah, Sometimes nah. it's not like that. Yeah, yeah, I feel it's, that. It's funny too because. Quick story, uh, of course, I don't you, Ray Shrimmer, you know who Ray Shrimmer yeah. is. So they biggest song, Black Beatles, mm-hmm. uh, it wasn't even supposed to be on their album. Mike Will made it, was like, put it on the album. They was like, No, that shit is trash. They was like, he was like, put it on the album, put it on the, he kept telling them, put it on the album. He, they put it on the album, that's their biggest song today. And that's their biggest hit. That's the biggest song. That's, that's biggest crazy. Song. It's it crazy, crazy how that worked, bro. It is crazy. Man. Do you do you think you have like an underrated song? Like you like everybody else probably like I don't know and then but you like bro this shit to me this one of my hardest. Um, that's crazy. Or do you feel like the roles may have been flipped? Like you think that this song is not the best, but everybody else think that this shit is hard. Yeah. Okay. So I made a um, I made a song called uh, "So Alone," right? And I don't think it was one of my hardest songs at all, as far as me spitting, spitting. Right. But the message behind it was really big, and I didn't realize how big it was until um, until I really put it out there. So just a little information. Back in 2000, 
I think it was uh, it's eighteen. No, it was two thousand. It was before two thousand eighteen because that's when I moved home. But uh, anyways, when I was in school, um, there was a car accident I witnessed in Dallas, Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, man ended up getting a man car stopped on the freeway. He tried to get out of his car. He ended up getting hit by another car behind him. Damn, sad situation. Damn. Well, anyways, the situation ended with the man not making it. Mm. Now, me personally, I saw it when it first happened, and I tried to get out of my car to help. Right. Um, and you know he was uh you know he was unconscious. Everybody was panicking. The woman that hit him, she was panicking, crying behind her. Um, her brother was crying too. And all I see is a man laying on the ground. Right. His head busted over when he hit the ground, but you c- I could see the bone out of his knee popping Oof. out. It was like the most. I ain't a lot. Thought I was on some dream and stuff. I'm like, bro, this yeah. this can't be. Yeah. I see this in movies, but seeing this man yeah, actually real life, out bro, his knee, crazy. So, anyways, I tried to um, um, I tried to help him, and uh, he ended up not making it. And for a while, that really bothered me. I didn't talk about it for years. It wasn't until, th- until 2018 I made the song called So Long, basically talking about that night and the events that happened afterwards. And when I made this song, I had to really dig deep because I never really just talked about it. You know what I'm saying? But uh, a friend of mine said, you know, you should go ahead and, and let that out because you know, you sure. it in, mentally it's going to bother you. For sure. So I made a song about it. And when I made the video about it, I showed every scene in the video. Like, I showed everything as far as not the actual scene what happened, because I'm going to have another song for that. But I showed how I was after that and how I reacted off of that. Mm. So when I dropped it, I'm thinking, like, you know what, let me um, let me make this a big topic for those who might be going through this. At the time, I was going through a lot of stuff. I mean, I was, uh, I was a little paranoid, you know what I'm saying? I had a little bit of PTSD, you know what I'm saying? Mentally. Of course. Yeah, you, of course. You no know, mental issues is real. People see stuff like that; they can't take it out their minds. So, yeah. Um, what I did was I made the video and I dedicated the Suicide Awareness Month because I want to talk about the mental illness that people go through that makes them go to suicide. Mm. You know what I mean? So I want to let the world know, like, this is how somebody that's going through this type of stuff feels. And in the song, I I, I talked about that. And it was a real live song. It was very hard for me. Like even in the video, I got my mom to play her role, her actual role in the video in real life of, of what I was going through. It was hard for her to do it. She didn't want to do it at first, but I told her, like, T. Jones, only you can do it. Right. You know how it felt. Right. So when I dropped that, I didn't know it would do as as big as it did. I didn't know it would be, like, my first viral video um, mm. to get over 100,000 views on YouTube. I also didn't know that uh, so many people would reach out to me and tell me thank you for talking about that because a lot of people didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's that's a hard subject to talk about. Yeah, no. You know I, I mean, so. I, I definitely understand that. And it's cool, too, that you really got, like, you know, you said you got your mom to really to, to do it. That's yeah. that's better because, you know what I'm saying, when you're doing that, it's real. It's authentic. The emotion is authentic. So um, you're not you're not just – it's not just playing a role. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not just playing a role. Uh, as an artist, though, I know that I always try to find other avenues to try to get my music out or as a DJ. Like, that's why I became a DJ. I was like, bro, I'm, I'm going to play my own damn music. I ain't, <laughs> like, I ain't about to let anybody else dictate whether I pl- whether they play my music or yeah, not. That's true. Yeah, so – uh, do you have like have you found any other avenues besides just putting your music out um in social media to get your music out there to other people that may have not heard of you? Um, one thing I, I advise any artist to do is build your connections. Um, when you work with different artists, um, you know, keep in contact with them. Really support their music if you really rock with them. You know what I'm saying? They'll su- they'll support you. Um, but a lot of people think that you can just do this on your own. You need a team. Mm. You know my uh. My cousin, Jano the Joker, Jano the Sun King, I'm sorry, he told me a while back, he said, man, for order for you to get where you want to be, you're going to need a team. 
And at the time, I didn't understand what it means, but now I'm at this point, I do. I got a whole team, man. I got a marketing team. I got a manager, as you, as you already met her. Yeah. I got a CEO. You know, I got my own engineer that I only like to work with because I love the way he works. And all this stuff costs. Like, it ain't going to be no just cheap drive. You're going to have right. to invest in yourself. You make an right. investment, it's a long-term thing. It's not a short-term thing. A lot of people, they don't see the money coming in. They just quit. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got to stay on the hustle, man. And uh, my best avenue I can tell people is, man, do your research. Read up on, on marketing strategies. Anybody that know anything about marketing, learn what they know and enhance your knowledge. And, like, you're not too smart to learn something. As Truth Francisco, mm-hmm. what makes you different than other artists? A lot of these artists don't stand for nothing. Mm. Some just want to be relevant. Some just want to make it. My my goal is not just to make it, to be the best. I'm hungry. Some get complacent when they get finally get to that point. Not me. You know what I'm saying? I live this every day. It's not just uh, do this for the camera. It's not just do this for fun. You know what I'm saying? Like I tell people all the time, the reason why I love music so much because music saved my life at my darkest moment when I couldn't even save myself. So it means more than me than just uh, hopping in on, a, on a track or hopping on the beat or hopping on this and hopping on that. You know what I mean? Like, you know, even from the leaders I looked up to, like, I looked up to, like, Tupac growing up, Tupac Shakur at a young age. I okay. mean, I was listening to Pac when I was, like, four or five years old. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I watched how he walked. I watched what that man stood for. I know some people might say, oh, he's a contradiction because he did this and did that. You know what I mean? But sometimes it's a battle of two men. You know what I mean? When it, and and my fault. When it comes to, as an artist, bro, Pac was hard. Like yeah. also, some sometimes you have to separate the the artist from personal. You exactly. Know what I'm exactly. But keep going. My fault. You know what I mean? And uh, it's like if you hear me talking about some stuff I did maybe when I was young, and then you hear me talking about um, you know, on some say Black Lives Matter, or I'm standing with my people. I'm always gonna be for my people first off. For sure. Never gonna leave my people. But um. Uh, just because I stand for my people now, I don't mean I can't talk about some things I've been through that helped me get to the point I am now. And I wasn't always like this. You know what I'm saying? I had, right. to, had to go through, th- through some things to become a better person. You know, I had to see some things, had to do some things. Um, and like I said, when you're younger, you think young. And when you get older, you mature more. Or when you, you realize what your goal is and you see it now um, in, in the eyes in front of you, able to grasp from back then when you had no hope, it's, ho- it's totally different. You know what I mean? So, but what makes me different is my name gonna speak for itself. You know, um, truth is a nickname my mother gave me when I was about seven or eight, and I okay. just threw my last name in there, Francisco, with it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But I'm always gonna be honest. Um, I speak about stuff that's you know other people are scared to touch on. You know, a lot of people worry about the political game all the time. And although I'm very mindful of what I say, I'm still having my moments where I'm gonna just say how I feel, regardless of how you might feel, or how someone, how the next person might might feel. Yeah, you know, it's I like that. Honest truth. So, I like that. Yeah. Do you feel like your your personality is reflected in your music? I think it is. I mean, now that I'm I'm getting more focused, I'm a lot more laid back and calm. Okay. Uh, but I used to be one of those artists that spaz out there and say the first thing on my mind and not give a damn about I how feel you feel about it. I feel you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it got realized at that time I probably wasn't as knowledgeable about the subjects that I am uh, now. Like say if I said something years ago, at that time I probably didn't have the prior knowledge I needed to know to not say what I said. But um, I'm always going to be the type of person that that's not going to be stubborn. If I'm wrong about a situation, I'll come back and I'm say I'm, I'll, I'll say I'm wrong. You know, and we got to be more mindful in this society because so many people, when you speak the truth, they want to cancel you out. You know what I'm saying? You see yeah. a lot of uh, people that spoke the truth, even back then. You know, like you said, Tupac, they tried to cancel him out a couple times. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? But I mean that just come with it, man. You know the um, real is dead. So you know um, those who uh, are kind of living now, I just want to play the political game, but nobody want to tell the truth about what's really going on. The difference between me and them is that I'm gonna speak on it. They not. Okay. You know what I mean? So. Um, I know you were talking about Tupac. Is is Tupac like one of the influences that made you start doing this, or who who is an influence? Maybe older or new. He definitely is uh, one of the influences, man. I mean, that was the first time before I ever heard a Houston artist, and I'm from Houston. Okay. I was listening to Tupac, so it's kind of mm. hard because when I'm hit listening to these other artists, all I knew was Pac, and if you weren't Pac to me, you weren't good. You weren't, yeah. You were know I mean? uh, trash. Yeah, you were trash. <laughs> and and that, that really wasn't the reality. It just right. as a kid, that's how I thought. Yeah, that's you know what yeah. Because I was so used to listening to that's Tupac. That's all you know. Yeah, you know but you know, Tupac. You know, I like Ti. Uh, he was definitely an influence uh, growing up. Uh, Pimp C definitely was an influence. Pimp C more so, not just the artist, but the, the man, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Speaking on the truth. Um, when it, real quick, when it comes to T.I., because I, I fuck with T.I. heavy. Mm-hmm. Do you, Have you listened to, like, maybe, like, all his albums or, like, a good portion of everything? I, li- I listen to a good portion of everything. Okay. Do you know the album? I think it came out 2013, 2012. Trouble Man, Heavy is the Head. Yeah, what about it? Bro. That to me is his best fucking album. I loved that album, bro. Yeah. I did not. I only think I had like maybe one or two songs on there. I was like, I'm maybe not fucking as fucking with this as much. But bro, that album is so damn slept on, bro. It is slept on. That is the that is one that to me was like the hardest album that came out that year. And I still will go back to this day and listen to trap back jumping addresses like all like bro everything on that album bro it was so fire because that was, was that was right good. when he got out of jail yeah it was right when he got out of jail like right right when he got out i mean seemed like every time he go to jail he come back out he he, 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 he was he was spitting something yeah, yeah nah, for real he go hard for real but yeah i mean man ti is a good example i mean that's a artist a lot of people want to just uh associate him with like trap music but i mean that's an artist that can hop on any type of song and he can Hold his own, you know what I'm saying? You're going to listen to Tip regardless if it's a love song, trap song, this song. You know, you have certain artists who can do that, and you have certain artists that can't do that. You know, That's a hard, fact. It's hard for them to step out the element. And when it comes to the pen, I'm not going to lie, I, I was listening to some songs, but you you got some bars in there. I'm not I'm not even going <laughs> not even going to cap. So I know when me with me when it comes to like hooks and shit like that, mm-hmm. I Easy. I can make a hook in 10 seconds. It'll be the catchiest thing you ever heard. But when it comes to a verse, it can take me a long time to just maybe write that out or whatever if I'm really focused on it. Yeah. And I believe in focusing in on your craft. Uh, when you writing something, does does it come that easy when you putting that pen to that paper? Or is it something that you may have to take a little while on? And sometimes it depends. Like sometimes I might have writer's block or sometimes okay. it just flow. Like I've had times where I was just I was on one. I was just writing song to song. I'm switching from going song crazy. to song. Going crazy. Going crazy, yeah. I ain't even finished this one. I'll hop on this yeah, one. You're you know going crazy. And I'm just, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is going to go hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, a lot of times, man, when you come up with a, a chorus that you're feeling, you can feed off that more. But sometimes you yeah. have a thought in your mind, you just feel like writing it. And you'll come off a chorus with that. But uh, as far as the choruses, man, it's not, I don't think it's, it's uh, I, think, I think it might be harder to write choruses for songs than just your verses because you can feed up the chorus. Um. But it's also about how you deliver it. You know. Oh saying? yeah. Yeah. You can make something that's cold, but your delivery. You know what I'm saying? If it's like, say if you like, I came in with the chopper, 
You know what I'm saying? You monotone, you just yeah. like, yeah, no. Nah. I came in with the chopper. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. a difference. <laughs> it's you know? a difference. Yeah, yeah. delivery. And that was my problem when I was younger. I can write some cold stuff, but my delivery wasn't on point. Maybe mm. I was just rapping it in one tone, and people are telling me, like, man, what you're saying is hard, but people ain't going to listen because your delivery don't catch their attention. That's a fact. You know what I mean? Or well, some, some people, you know, it's the ad libs that might pop out. You know what I'm saying? Let's be real. Like, Jeezy was one of my favorite trap boy rappers growing Jeezy. up. You know what I'm saying? Standing ovation, that whole album went hard. You know what I'm saying? But let's be real. What made Jeezy made Alice hot? You know, with the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's right. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Not nah, for me? real. So, you know what I'm saying? That's just, you know, that's just the thing. It's just like, um, you know, like even certain rappers have a certain type of voice that you just know when they hop on the track. Oh, yeah. You, know, you listen to Lil Baby, you know when he hop on the track. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, he had that voice and it made you just. Yep. Like, yep. He just because he going, he just spitting. He, yeah, he, he just, ain't stopping. He, he going crazy. You know what I'm saying? His voice, the way his tone is, is perfect. Like the way they do it in the studio, it's just yeah. perfect. Where it just make you just, it just makes it every time he had on track, you just know. Like, yep. That go little baby. Yep. You know what I'm saying? He about to spit so, that fire. He about to spit that fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, nah, for real. And it's it's cool because I know how you was you was just talking about how like you know the ad libs and stuff like that. And I had to learn that too, bro, because my my uh the way I'm. I do it is like I'll put I'll make a hook and I'll put some ad libs on it too, but it's crazy like how much I'm influenced by mm-hmm. other artists. Yeah. Like and and it's crazy how much artists have changed the game. Like like you were saying like Jeezy with the ad libs and shit like that. Yeah. And you got other artists that that came a little later, such as like the Migos. Mm-hmm. Migos changed the game with the ad libs. Yeah, like they did. like they was with like. They was with the Alice and shit like that. Like Alice was, of course, ain't new, but when they came in and started doing that, Mama, they're like yeah, 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 yeah. shit like it, that, it, it like, stood out, bro. It was it was different. Yeah, it was crazy, it was. bro. And I feel like when you do that type of stuff in the studio or stuff like that on your songs, bro, and you make it feel a little bit different, and the delivery is on point, your song gonna be crazy too. That is true. And the thing about Migos, uh, what they what they really did, it really made them stand out as well. I know people like make trying to make jokes about <clears throat> like mumble rap and this and that. Oh, that's an Atlanta thing. <clears throat> me, I really don't see uh, a big problem with it. Like some people try to make a scene, but when Migos came out with that that fast rap, you know, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? That's that was a new style that they created that everybody, a lot of people after them tried to imitate, imitate. You know what I'm saying? Do it as well. So they would really change the game. Yeah, they they trend us for that. You can say what you want about them. They trend us for that for sure. They changed the culture for sure. RP that nigga take off, bro. RP the take off, man. Yes, bro. They changed the culture. Um, so as an artist, I know I have, I know you have every artist, they go through tough times, um, uh, whether it's like you, you spend some money on some shit you may not have, or, or you may be wasting money, wasted time, anything like that. What is the most either fucked up or like embarrassing moment you've had as an artist? Whew. Um, okay. I ain't going to call nobody out. <laughs> I was in Dallas, uh, doing a, a show with an artist of mine and um we were doing a song and i asked him can he do you know the singer part for this song Mm because the singer wasn't there all right and so instead of doing having a regular song up i took the singer's part off the song for the performance so my artist could do it okay um and uh he he slipped up he forgot 
the words. He forgot the words to the song? Yeah, so the beat was just playing. Ooh. And I'm like, I'm looking at him like, oh, like, I don't know what to do. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm over there trying to still keep it hype and And then Adlib, like, yeah, yeah. But he kind of just lost the words. Damn. Like, bro, make up something. Like, this nigga's <laughs> playing. Come on. <laughs> make you know up something. Come on, bro. You know what I mean? That was embarrassing, but at the same time, I mean, we, we went through that together. Like, You go happens. through shit like that. Yeah, you go through stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? I done had times where, I ain't gonna lie, I had times when I was younger where I forgot the words in my song. Not 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 the words, but like, it was the part I messed up on, and you can't mess up and say, oh, dang. So you gotta just keep on yeah, going. Yeah, you gotta keep going. So while the song was playing, I was thinking in my head, what was the next line? Then I finally caught back on and finished out the song. Okay, but, yeah. I mean, that's definitely a moment, uh, for sure. Yeah, you know that was embarrassing. That was embarrassing. <laughs> nah, I feel you, bro. We all go through that as artists, bro. You know what I'm saying? The them them type of times. And, and uh, speaking of performances, um, I seen on your IG you you've done a couple of performances and stuff like that. Yeah. Do you ever get like nervous or butterflies when you' about to perform? And if you do, how do you kind of get over that? Man, what? All the time. <laughs> <laughs> like I put on this persona, like I'm good, I'm ready. You yeah. Feel me? But inside, my heart be beating. You know what I mean? But that that really be my adrenaline rush. It's kind of like when you about to go on a ride that you know scary. Yeah. When you go on that ride. I'm the type of person going to ride. I'm like, yeah, let's fucking go. You yeah. know what I mean? So I be nervous as hell. But once I get on the stage and the song start going, I, that's when I get in my element. Yeah, it's like you my in safe your mode. Zone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's funny because sometimes I look in the crowd and I don't see nobody there. It just seems like a, it's like an empty building. It's just me rapping. You know what I mean? So, you know what I'm saying? But, I mean, that's definitely um, – I definitely do get nervous, man. A lot of artists, they'll tell you they don't, but truthfully, they do, too. They do, yeah. They definitely do. It's funny. Uh, even, like, Chris Brown, he, he just did an interview uh, with Big Boy. He asked him, he was like, bro, do you still get nervous? He was like, every time. He said, if I don't <laughs> if I don't get nervous, I shouldn't be doing this no more. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. He was like, it, it could, you know what I'm saying? He go from city to city, bitches screaming his name every city. He like, he get nervous every single time, bro. Yeah. And it's like, damn, bro, you've been doing this for forever. Ever, right? And you Chris Brown, bro, like. You know what I'm saying? And he's he like, bro, if I don't if I don't get nervous, he's like, that's when I know I'm done. Yeah, yeah. That I mean, that, that you can tell right there that that Chris Brown, that drive is still there. Yeah. But I mean, a lot of people get nervous, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. Some people get nervous because they don't know how the crowd gonna perceive the song that they got. You know what I mean? That too. You know, but when you feel like they rocking with you, it's an even better feeling. You know what I'm saying? But my thing is, I always go out there to your best of your abilities. If people gonna rock with it, they are gonna rock with it. If they not, they not. You know yep. what I mean? You got everybody not gonna like a song. You know, it's, that's a fact. You know, some people it'd be you'd be surprised. I know a few people, which I think are crazy, <laughs> that don't like Michael Jackson. That's crazy. And I'm looking at them like, come here. <laughs> no, no. But I mean, that's just everybody. Everybody gonna have somebody out there that don't like them. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Anybody perfect? You can't like, please everybody. You as can't an please artist, everybody. I had to learn that too. Exactly. And um, and I feel that the same way. Like even when I'm DJing, bro, like. Even a little after hour spot last night, bro. When I whenever I go to set up, mm-hmm. like I'm on my bro. I kid you not. I will go in my car. I'm hype as fuck on my way to any every time, bro. Every Friday, every Saturday, every Sunday night, bro. When I'm on my way, I'm hype. When I get there, I'm still hype. When I get in that booth, <laughs> I'm like shit. My mouth start getting dry. Right. <laughs> I'm it's start true. shaking and shit. And it's true. I'm like, I swear. All right, bro. Like especially because now it be different. When I'm that, when I come in at the eleven o'clock spot, the midnight spot, when everybody already there, yeah. but when I'm coming in at six and six p.m. or seven p.m. when it's only two or three people there, yeah, that's it, it, it's so crazy. I that's when I'm the most nervous, and it's kind of because I don't have nothing to feed off of. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Exactly. So when I'm there, I'm like, I'll be asking the the uh, bottle girls, "Hey, shorty, give me some water." 
like four five cups. <laughs> Bring me like four five cups of water. I need that. I'm about to down these hoes because I'll be like, I'll be nervous. I'll be having anxiety and shit. And but it's crazy too, like how you were saying, you know, the crowd and shit. Whenever that the crowd going crazy off a couple songs, that's why I'm in my element. Yeah, I'm going definitely. stupid now. Definitely, now I'm going stupid. Once I can now. feel that crowd, bro. Uh-huh. I got now. I got them in my hands. You yeah, feel me? Now you got the power. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. So also as an artist, um, well, me as a DJ, mm-hmm. when I, I kind of sat down during the pandemic, and I was like, this is what the fuck I'm gonna do. I'm gonna focus on this craft. I'm gonna get better. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. Did you have a a, a like a soul moment where you was like, I'm gonna sit the fuck down for a period of time, and I'm gonna work on my craft and like you went stupid on it. It's crazy because, um, and I hate to say this, RIP to those who, who uh, lost their life during the pandemic, but the pandemic probably was one of the best things that could happen to me musically because um, just a little uh, info, I came home in 2018 and when I came home in 2018, I said, you know what? No more distractions, no more this, no more that, no more that. I'm just going to sit there and focus on music. Girl. I'm going to give it a full out go and I'm going to see well. I go from here. So I dropped the project. Okay, for free. Put on that piff. Did pretty good. You know what I'm saying? My views and stuff start going up. Then I project another project. And then somebody told me, it's like, hey, man, your, your music's good. Don't you ever make anything else for free. No more. That's it. This is the last project. You gave them two. That's it. Yeah. So then that's when I dropped my digital project. And, um, and it did pretty good. You know, a couple of my videos went viral. Um, one day that really hit my heart was when my CEO hit me up and said, Pandora, want your music on Pandora. You know what I mean? It's hard. Yeah, if anybody knows, it's hard. I think, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, Pandora has to reach out to you. You can't, like, send your stuff to them. Mm. They have to reach out to you. So when I got that, I ain't gonna lie, that, that really hit my heart. And, um, you know, even now, you know, just like yesterday, it's funny, just, well, two days ago, um, I found out that, you know, my single for real, the music video is gonna be on MTV Jams um, December 2nd. So That's hard. Make know, sure y'all check that out for yeah. sure. That's hard. Check that out for sure. So, I mean, that, that, that dropped it to myself, but it was 2018 when I just, I became hungry. And I think what really happened was after my brother was killed, um, that really opened my eyes up. So, if anybody don't know the history about me, let me just break this down. Yeah, for sure. Go ahead, bro. Um, in 2007, I experienced my first tragedy loss uh, when my dad died. 2007. And it was the first time I ever felt the type of pain because I never knew I had felt to lose someone that close. That to close, yeah. That impactful. I mean, you yeah. lose like maybe you know family members, distant family members, yeah, or they, families you yeah. know, but like not nobody. Cousins, knows. maybe yeah, yeah farther on us. That yeah. impactful to your life. So, 2007, my dad died when I was 15. Um, my grandmother died exactly a year later in the same exact month. Damn. And it ate me up because at 15 and 16, I'm in school, I'm dealing with this, and I had somebody come to me in my class like, "Damn, didn't your dad die last year?" around this time and it just hit me hard and you lose two of the three most important people to you at, at that young age and you're not even a full grown man yet it impact you so you know growing up although I still have some of who I was I tell people all the time I was Mark Francisco Jr. back then when Mark Francisco Sr. died he died along with him so although that person is still inside me I would never be fully whole again it's like a body if you break yeah. up say if uh, you got some kind of surgery you need and say we gotta take a lung out you know, although you are still here, you'll never be the same again because that piece that you it had is gone. Soul, it's gone. It's not coming yeah. back. You know, and that piece that I had back then is gone, and it's not coming back. You know, I had to live with that growing up. I was, I was going up and down with my mood sometimes because sometimes I think about those people and it really hit me hard. You know, six years later, I'm twenty. I think I was twenty-two years old, or twenty-four. Was I? Yeah, twenty-two, twenty-four. 
around that time, between that, that age, my baby cousin, Deja Unique Francisco, was hit by a car and killed Damn. at the age of six. And this is my favorite uncle's youngest daughter, youngest child. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? The same uncle that was at my daddy's funeral that stood right by my side and said, nephew, I got you. Now I'm, I'm here at his daughter's funeral, his six-year-old daughter, telling him the same thing. And I can't even just look him in the eye because I, in his eye I can see that he's broken. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that happened when I was in school and it really threw my head off because I couldn't get my grasp around. Like I was mad at God for a long time after that. You I know? believe it. I'm like, God, how can you let this happen? This is a child. And I questioned him. I, sh- I shouldn't have questioned him. And uh, But, I mean, when that happened, it threw my head off. And then years later, um, I had just moved back home. And my house was in a house fire um, while I was at work. You know, my mom was in the house. Both of my dogs was in the house. Anybody know me? I'm a big dog lover. Well, anyways, my house burned down. One of my dogs died. It really threw me off because I felt like I was responsible because in this house, I'm the protector. Right. I'm the one that's supposed to keep everybody safe. And me now losing something I grew up in, and I have nothing. All my dad's pictures that I only think I had left of them, they're all gone. Clothes all gone. I'm literally homeless in a hotel for three months with four pairs of clothes. You know what I'm saying? I remember after it happened, I was in a fetal position for a whole week. My mama couldn't really snap me up out of it. It got so bad to the point she sent me to New York to be with my best friend to kind of get my mind away. Mm. But that's going on. I'm over here trying to realize, like, what, what, what has happened? Like, how do we come back from this? And then that same Christmas, my other grandmother dies on Christmas. Damn. On the day, I was supposed to go see her the day before, but I went to a house party because I had just moved into my new house, and the neighbors were being so, uh, showing us such gratitude. They wanted us to come out to that Christmas party, and mm-hmm. that was the first time I ever I had been out since the house fire. So, you know, I beat myself up for that for a long time. Uh, for a couple Christmases, I just, you know, I, I couldn't stop thinking about that. And then you think things don't get better then, you know, your house fire, your grandmother passed away, and then six months later, my brother ended up getting killed two hours after I talked to him. You know, and that yeah. that really threw me off. So it was at that time when I was like, you know what, I mean, I got to make it, bro. Cause, no, I feel you. You know what I'm saying? Even when I was when I started doing music, he was around me. And that was my protector. So, like, it just ate me up inside, like, bro. You know what I'm saying? And plenty of times I wanted to, like I said, music saved my life because that was a dark time mm-hmm. where honestly I couldn't save myself. I wanted to do so much. I wanted to go do some some stupid stuff. I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah. But music saved me, and I'm like, you know what? This is that thing that's keeping me in this and not giving up. So, right. No, I, f- yeah. I feel you on that. Um, I'm I'm glad you shared that story, bro. Like dead ass. Um, <clears throat> kind of switching gears a little bit. I know you were talking a little bit about networking a little bit. Me to me, bro. Fuck the music, fuck the DJ and everything. Networking to me is the most important thing, and I will forever do it. I will forever talk to any and everybody. If you want to talk about the same shit that we, that if we're both interested in the same thing, yeah. even if we may, we may, we may not be, I'll still talk to you about. But networking to me is top tier, top of my list. I gotta have it. How important is networking to you? Networking is definitely important um, because you gotta realize, like. You know, you could be a straightforward person. You can tell somebody something. But when you network and you build that connection with someone, you know, you support them genuinely. They're going to support you genuinely. You know, and if you're making music out here and it's good music, people going to support it. You know, but it's good to be out there networking because, you know, when you, um, if somebody feel like they got like got, got some type of connection with you, then they make them want to support you more. You know, that's why we see these artists that we probably ain't never met or actors. And, like, it's like we feel like we're attached to them because they interviews and feel like we're able to connect with them. You know, yeah. I tell people all the time, my favorite actor is uh, Chadwick Boseman. Um, mm. want to play ba- Black Panther for those yeah. who know. I also played Jackie Robinson. also played uh, James Brown. 
I had been watching. He him was so talented, bro. So talented. I've been watching his career since Lincoln Heights. I've been a fan of his. Uh, anybody know what Lincoln Heights is? It was a show a while ago. Mm. But uh, I've heard of it. I've never seen it, but I've definitely heard of it. But I ain't never met the man in my life. But man, I felt like I was so connected with him because I watched his career from when he first came in. Yeah. You know, from when, even when you want to go way back to when Denzel Washington uh, gave him that scholarship in acting school to help him get to that point where he was, you know, became a real actor. You know, I had seen his interviews, and when he died, you know, it's. It kind of hit me because I've been following this man's career, but yeah. that's because we as people feel connection to these these guys from the from the work, also from the interviews. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of like doing interviews is a way of networking too. It's a way of reaching yeah. out to the crowd. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And people in general. So it's good to the network, man, to get out there and talk to people. Uh, you never know what this person might can do for you in the long run, or you never know how how, how you might can help their career. You know what I'm saying? Say if uh say I might get big, I'm gonna remember being here on Shelf Radio because. For sure. You know, it was one of the first interviews that uh, I had that really just showed love. You know yeah, I mean? bro. And for those that know me, I don't do a lot of interviews. This is something new that I'm starting <laughs> to do because my manager kind of reached out to me. But I've yeah. always been a laid-back char- character as far as, like, not doing too many interviews because, you know, some of these interviews try to get you caught up on some stuff. Yeah, no, nah, I feel you. So, and and um, I kind of feel like, you know what I'm saying, what what, I, what Chef Radio stands for, I don't know if you know, but it stands, started here in the far. So, I I feel like you on that you on that type of path like from where you started and then where you gonna end up being it's a, it's way farther away from where you you know what I'm saying where you started at the beginning you know what I'm saying even with like even through your trials and tribulations type of shit so I think that definitely kind of goes hand in hand on what you doing and stuff like that so I'm I'm definitely glad you on the show <laughs> appreciate um, it, man appreciate it yeah for sure and uh, I honestly bro honestly I have listened to your music. Uh, a, a couple of the projects that you do have on, on uh, Apple Music as far as, like, songs and stuff, I do think you're going to make it big time, bro. I honestly do. So when you do make it to the top, <laughs> how do you – how would you end up coming uh, – let's say you leave. Let's say you go to you, – let's say you go to L.A., New York, something like that. I got you. And you sign to a big label. How do you – how do you – how can I word this? When you come back to Houston, how do you plan on a giving back as far as maybe helping other artists, up-and-coming artists, and things of that nature? I'm definitely going to, um, first and foremost, I'm definitely going to try to help my community the best way I can. Um, and that's just not, I'm not just speaking about just, you know, Acres Home, where I'm from, but uh, all different type of neighborhoods. I mean, Houston is Houston, you know what I mean? I love my city, not just one neighborhood in my city. Uh, and that comes with different groups. You know, any mental illness groups out there, I'm going to try to help um, women empowerment groups, um, any uh, any groups involving my black people, especially black males, because I feel like, um, you know, we we get mistreated here in America. And I feel like For uh, sure. we go through a lot of stuff. Absolutely. A lot of stuff. And, um, you know, I, <coughs> I plan to come back and, and try to help my my people, but also people who are suffering I'm I'm all about people who are suffering. I don't care if you're black, blue, green, orange, whatever. You know what I mean? If you've been through something, you've been through something. I'm not just going to judge you off of skin color yeah. or your skin tone. But I will say I'm definitely going to try to help um, my people a lot because I feel like my people need it the most. Um, but, um, you know, it's like a couple of artists that I, I've worked with, I'm definitely going to try to help get them on there too because, like I said, I don't just do this for me. I do this for my future family, or my future wife, my future kids, or – you know what I'm saying? People that, that's been around me and been supporting me. Any artists I've worked with, 
Cause I told him in the past, like, yo, we gonna make it, you know. Yeah. When I get to the top, I'm bringing you along with me. It ain't fun if you get to the top and you ain't got nobody else surrounding you. That's a fact. You bring nobody else up with you. That's a fact. You know what I'm My whole motto, bro, and it's been like this since I can remember, like day one. It's room at my table for everybody to eat. Yeah. You feel me? Like, it's it's a it's a couple motherfuckers out here that's like, nah, all this food on my table, mine. You know what I'm saying? Nah, like, nah, bro, I'm not gonna eat all this. You know what I'm saying? It's like, this this is a this is shareable. So you feel me? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I can share it with everybody, everybody that you know what I'm saying that want to come to my table. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I, it's it's room for everybody to eat. Um, what does the next five years look like for Truth Francisco? The next five years, <clears throat> I definitely see myself on the BET Awards. Um, hopefully winning awards uh, because of my work and that I put it in my craft. Um, you know, I also one day want to transition to movies. This is something I've always been interested in as well, being an actor. Um, like I said, everybody knows like, I looked up to Tupac. Like I said, T.I. Mm-hmm. These are artists that transition from not just rapping, but also <coughs> doing um you know, parts and movies and things of that such. But for the next five years, I just want to see growth. You know, mm. I, I want to see me still have that same hunger as I do now and even be more hungrier than, like, like I told you, if I get to another level, I'm not going to get the place. I'm just going to be more hungrier because yeah, I want more. You want more. You know what I'm saying? Um, but we talk about me as an artist. I definitely want to see growth. Hopefully I'm I'm there and hopefully those peop- these people will support me and the things I do and I'm going to keep on trying to make good music for them and, uh, you know, I pray to God that he's always on my side and I continue to be humble, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't ever want to get to that point where I lose uh, the hunger in me, I lose the humbleness that got me to this point. Right. You know, a lot of artists get that money in their bag behind me and start feeling themselves, you know. Um, but I just pray that those who are behind me stay behind me. And uh, I just pray that, you know, God keep me safe from all harm. It's dangerous out here for a rapper these days. So That's a fact. You know, I'm going to keep trying to move in silence like a real G is supposed to. That's a fact. And, uh, I just pray for a healthy life and uh, a long life and... You know, hopefully five years from now, I'm where I want to be in the, in the music industry and uh, making moves to um, put my family, friends, and loved ones in a better position to have residual income for the future. You know? I, hey, honestly, bro, like I said, I believe that you can do it. Honestly, yeah. real talk, bro. Uh, but be, before we do get out of here, bro, I do want to talk to you about your newest project that's coming out in December. Yeah. Um, go ahead and talk about that, bro. Uh, Truth Tells No Lies is coming out uh, late December. Um I don't have a specific date yet. I'm, I'm thinking December um, 26th mm. is going to be the day, but um, I'm not fully sure. You can follow me on all my social medias at True Francisco. I will be making that announcement uh, sooner or later. I'm actually almost finished with the project. But uh, True Fellow Live is coming out. Um, the single, For Real, that's going to be on MTV December 2nd, 2022. That will be on the project. She Running will also be on the project featuring Johnny Romano. We got another big-time artist that's going to be on the project. You'll see when you go download it. Uh, oh, and I also got a song called All I Know with DJ Chose that will also be on the album. And the video we're going to shoot next year. So y'all stay in tune for that. It's going DJ Chose, that's hard. Yeah, in the mix. Yeah, DJ Chose in the mix is going to be on there. So, yeah, man, it's definitely exciting. I'm really excited about this project. Yeah, bro. Hey, hey, that's what's up. I ain't going to lie, bro. I'm glad you came through, uh, spit some gems, drop some knowledge on me and, you know, everybody that watches Chef Radio, bro. I honestly do appreciate you. Uh, for coming through. Like you said, one more time, where can they find you at on all your socials? At True Francisco, T-R-U-T-H-F-R-A-N-C-I-S-C-O, T-Friend the Man, here at Chef Radio. You know how we do it with my boy DJ. DJ Preen, you DJ feel Preen. me? Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir, Preen. man. Hey, you already know what it is. The dessert mix up next. Keep it locked. Chef Radio.
Back to regular schedule programming. I, I want to thank Truth Francisco for coming through, dropping some gems on us, telling us about his story, man. It was beautiful. It was a beautiful thing. It was a beautiful interview, man. I loved it. Make sure y'all go check out all his music, everything he got going on. Follow him on IG, everything, all of that. I got Hangman P in the fucking building this week, this Thursday. That shit's dropping too. But y'all know what y'all stayed for. Y'all know what y'all here for still. It is the dessert mix, man. We're going to get some old R&B, some old school, some new school. We're going to get some chill vibes going up in this motherfucker. So I say, need I say more? Let's go with it. It's the dessert mix. Let's get it. I used to think that I wasn't fine enough. And I used to think that I wasn't wild enough. But I can't believe you're hurting me. I met your girl with a difference. What you see in her, you ain't seen in me. But I guess it was all just make believe. Oh, love. Never knew what I was missing. But I knew I'd please go kiss it. Jaded baby, wipe your eyes. Don't let him see that he got the best of you. Girl, I take the rest of you. Look, I got a question for you. Is it worth it? Real love, do you think you deserve it? Cut him off, go and find your purpose and get you a nigga that's soft. Let's go! Personally, I'll do more than support your dreams, baby. Get you a me. It's time to boss up. Fix your credit, girl, get at it, get your bag up. Hit that gym and get back fine. Go get that degree, go, girl, focus on me. Unlock potential that you didn't know you had and you fucked that nigga. Oh, yeah, it's time to mix it up and get your clothes, girl. I know that you gon' get it, you got so much. Don't let nobody tell you that it's over. I want you to know it. I like when you spend it on me. Spend it on me. I like when you spend it on me. Oh, spend it. Get time, come and spend it on me. Spend it on me. Know this shit, go ahead and sing it. Let's go. Say, Say. I start feeding triple time with thoughts of loving you 
Today I'm in the Maybach, and that car came with some drapes. You know I look like a safe. Uh. I put you back in your place. Uh. I look you right in your face. Uh. Sing to your bitch like I'm Drake. Uh. Yeah. yeah. Good drink. Good. Big nuts. Yeah, yeah. Good drugs. I put a phone on rocks. Drop top. What you say? No hot box. Twelve trying to put me over. Pink slips to the top. She said that my leg is a dead space. Put a dig in a real cage. Whips out cause they can't tell. Pony. Come here, pony's pony. Yeah. Can 
so understand. I couldn't breathe if he ever said Get on my knees till they bloody red See, I don't know if you get it yet He's like the lighter to my cigarette I never knew another human life Could have the power to take What you say, what you say, say, let's go, let's go, let's vibe. I put my feelings on safety, so I don't go shooting where I be. Cause you take the bullet trying to save me, then I'm left to deal with making you bleed. And that's a whole lot of love ain't trying to waste it. Like we be running them out and never make it. That's just too bitter for words, don't wanna taste it. That's just too bitter for words, don't wanna face it. But I think that I'm done tripping, I'm trip tripping, I've been sipping, that's how I can drop this feeling. You keep dipping, you keep on hitting it. Sir, that's been my motherfucking time. One more time, shout out to Truth Francisco for coming through, doing this thing on Chef Radio, man. I'm about to let y'all go. It's like you, Bow Wow, Sierra. I'll see y'all next week, or really this Thursday. Let's go. Chef Radio. seen them all but ain't none of them at all thank you and i done seen the best of the best baby still i ain't impressed cause ain't none of them at all thank you and you know how i feel when i chill if i'm seen with a girl then she gotta be just like you and baby that's the way i feel and i got no choice but for me to keep it real cause when we first got together started hanging out you was skeptical at first had to figure out if i was the kind of guy to try to dog you out but I ain't that kind of guy you try to make me out You found out when you turned to my baby I showed them other brothers how to treat a lady I let you drive when I ride that Mercedes And I ain't tripping or acting shady Cause baby, you know I ain't never had nobody show me all the things that you done show me In a special way I feel when you hold me We don't always be together, baby, that's what she told me And, and I believe it, cause I ain't never had nobody do me like you And every time I think about you, I